Hi, this is part two of Opus's Conversations with Creatives visual podcast, where we've been exploring the importance of practice to different artists. In this episode, we'll be hearing from cartoonist and illustrator Zoe C. and James Herry, Salish carver and sculptor. Whilst their disciplines might differ, they share some common views on the continuing role of practice in their successful creative careers. To finish things off, Mandy Borsico, who's been guiding us through the subject throughout the month of February, will provide some final insight. My name is Zoe C, and I am a cartoonist and a children's book illustrator. Up until last summer, I was a full-time lawyer, and I was doing like just cartoons and illustration on the side. But um, for about a year now, I've been uh, doing it full-time. I, I draw cartoons regularly for the, the New Yorker, and I currently have a few books in the works. Just from a personal standpoint, before this became my job, I was drawing cartoons pretty much every day. I, I started a cartooning blog in my first month of law school, and I did that consciously in order to, you know, force myself to do something that, that wasn't academic. Because because I knew that if I didn't, I would be I, I would become like you know very quickly overwhelmed. So I set I set a goal to draw or post one drawing a day every day for uh, a whole year. I go back to those archives now and you know they're, they're really sloppy like I don't really have a style or anything but um, just having that practice for, for that one year really got me started in like you know just developing the habit of like you know retreating to artwork whenever other parts of my life felt overwhelmed and also uh, helping me like find my style and discover that I really like drawing about my life and that this was a really good way for me to um, you know, like connect with people. The advice that I give to like aspiring artists or even just like students in school is just to like pick one creative thing and do it regularly because I I, I do think that um, the consistent practice of something um, does yield results that you might not even expect. You know, like I when I started this blog, my goal was not to become a full-time artist. Like, you know, I had assumed I was going to law school and I would just become a lawyer and, and it would be fine, right? But this has kind of always been my pipe dream, but like I wasn't expecting that. But, you know, like out of practice, um, you 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 discover parts of yourself that that you, you know, didn't didn't know before. So I'm I'm still trying to set new goals for practice. Um, I'm currently trying to do a thing where like I draw like a comic that's unrelated to work every day for a year and it's it's proven a lot harder because now drawing is my whole job so like (laughs) doing even more of it at the end of the day is you know it is difficult but I think the the same principle applies that if you if you practice you will discover new things about yourself and your art I didn't pick up watercolors until Maybe 2016 is when I bought like a really basic like set from like a seven dollar pan from Opus, and I just like started dabbling in it, and um, and I did that semi consistently. And now watercolor is like my favorite medium to 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 paint or like to to illustrate in, aside from just like pens and pencils. I look back on on my work from the beginning in like 2016, and it's so you know like I I can remember remember where. It, I can see where I was then, I can see where I am now, but I can't remember the the, the in-between point, right? It, it was just like a lot of like playing around. I absolutely recall 
talking to like my then boyfriend now husband and being like oh like I'm I'm so bad at this like this is never going to be fine and he's like look Zoe like if you just you know if you if you just keep doing it like in three years like you're going to be better than you were today I think that you know as an artist you're always kind of your own biggest critic you, you just do the best that you can and you just like keep keep things in perspective that you're doing your best you know and you're going to keep improving so you know and the 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 thought that you're not good enough yet is is what keeps you improving like through your career right so it doesn't mean that you, that, that you necessarily are bad it just means that there always is room for improvement i don't think that you're ever going to be perfect like there is no one level of perfect it's just like you know depending on 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 where you are you you, you will always have a new place to go but like that is kind of I think like the whole like the beauty of being an artist and you know um having a passion is that um if there was nowhere else to go then it would no longer be like joyful or you know like a worthy pursuit I don't think that people should put so much pressure on themselves to reach just like you know one level I do think that you you, you do need to work and you do need to practice it and, and you have to put that work in but like if you do then you will probably attain your idea of perfect, like, ongoing. <laughs> my name is James Harry. Uh, my ancestral name is, I share the name Holactin with my father. Uh, and I also have another name, Galos, which means, <laughs> translates to wise one, uh, which was given to me at birth as well. So my kind of style is uh, inspired from, like, Salish design forms. The main mediums that I work in are uh, wood, uh, wood carving as well as metalwork. In some of my more recent works, I've been using um, fiberglass uh, as well as LED lighting. I'm just all, honestly always just learning more about what I could do better or what I could do to get faster at um, doing what I do. You could really learn how to carve really well after two years out of practicing with somebody who knows how to do it. Um, and of course, all the years after that would just be sort of the mastery of it. I'll start off the day by uh, going on the computer and maybe looking for some inspiration on Pinterest or <laughs> um, looking through some old books of um, like ancient design and really studying the old forms and getting uh, like an understanding and then I'll probably go into my studio and just start carving I always try and spend like put some time aside to just carve for two to three hours a day um, just just so, so I can like explore new forms um, it's difficult to sort of visualize uh, three-dimensional forms unless I find myself kind of just experimenting uh, on it and I, it also keeps my brain sort of sharp on on how those forms so, sort of work together the other parts of my day is usually put towards uh coming back inside coming back into the house and working more on designs one of the things i think that most creatives struggle with is fear of failure or fear of um you know taking the that leap um i would say just keep practicing and no matter what age, you know, um, the only time that you're not actually 
getting any of that reward for yourself is the time that you're not spending towards doing it. So just getting into it and just starting it uh, and think about, you know, how you can get better at what you do just by, you know, of course, when you first start, you're not going to be the greatest, but when you continually work through it and fail and fail, you'll get better. Every piece that I make, I'm learning from that piece. Uh, like, what could I have done better to this piece to make it better next time? If you look at some of my early works, I would look at that and be like, wow, <laughs> what was I actually doing there? Like, I obviously didn't know what I was doing. So, you know, this is like 10 years later now, and I can, like, see how much I've improved. And that's just from practicing over and over and over again every day, trying to get better a little bit. There are definitely some le lessons that my dad taught me that really helped me keeping your tools sharp um, and sort of the, just that philosophy of keeping your tools sharp you know keep your mind just like keeping your mind sharp it's like you keep your tools sharp and it'll make your job that much easier for you it translates like it might not seem like it translates right away by keep like whether that's a, t a paintbrush or keeping your pencils sharp or whatever um, just that philosophy of of keeping and taking care of the tools and they'll take care of you. Practice makes perfect is true. But I've also heard that perfect practice makes perfect. So what is perfect practice? Focus was one of the elements, but also practicing good techniques and good um, habits. Because if you practice bad habits, well, those will get ingrained. And I don't think you'll ever get to perfect by practicing bad habits. Observational drawing is really a very good way to build up your emotional reserves and capacity by just being mindful. You have to really observe the thing that you're drawing. So, you know, it's really kind of a trick to take all of that knowledge that you have, observe something in reality in the three-dimensional world, and then make an illusion of it on a two-dimensional surface. So I think drawing can really be, at any level, a healing practice for people during this time. I hope you've enjoyed these two episodes on the theme of practice. I'd like to thank all of the contributing artists for sharing their invaluable insight. Tune in next month, where we'll be tying up the creative cycle exploring final presentation and discussing how to get your work out into the world.